This is AgriPulse Drive Time, brought to you by FLM Harvest, a strategic full-service creative consultancy proud to reach more farmers, farmer boards, and food and commodity associations than any agency in the country. Learn more at flmharvest.com. Good Tuesday afternoon. I'm Ben Nully. House Democrats have reached a deal with the Trump administration on the U.S.-Mexico-Canada agreement. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi called the deal infinitely better than when it was originally submitted to Congress. This is a day we've all been working to uh, and working for on the path to yes. Uh, We were in range for a while, uh, but until we could cross a certain threshold of enforcement for our workers' rights, for environment, and for the prescription drug issue, as you know, they were three of the areas uh, that we had put out there. House Ways and Means Committee Chairman Richard Neal, the Democrats' chief negotiator, called USMCA a transformative agreement. Over the intense period of these negotiations with the administration, I repeatedly emphasize that USMCA will deserve a vote because it's an agreement that Democrats shaped. I don't think anybody on this dais would have said uh, two months ago that we would have been able to get as far as we did in this negotiation. It was based upon goodwill, but also a determination that we acknowledge the problems that have existed in the past with enforceability. U.S. Trade Representative Robert Lighthizer said, quote, after working with Republicans, Democrats, and many other stakeholders for the past two years, we have created a deal that will benefit American workers, farmers, and ranchers for years to come, end quote. Ag groups and organizations across the board praised both sides for coming to an agreement and urged for swift ratification. A House vote could come as early as next week, but Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell says... We will not be doing USMCA in the Senate between now and the end of next week. That'll have to come up in all likelihood right after the trial is finished in the Senate. McConnell vowed to make sure the various time requirements are met. Here's a word from our sponsor. Today's AgriPulse update is brought to you by FLM Harvest, a strategic, full-service, creative consultancy proud to reach more farmers, farmer boards, and food and commodity associations than any agency in the country. Learn more at flmharvest.com. House lawmakers are attempting to do something Congress hasn't done in nearly 30 years, pass ag labor reform. A bill sponsored by California Democrat Zoe Lofgren and Washington Republican Dan Newhouse would expand the H-2A farm worker visa program and provide legal status to existing agricultural employees. The group has support from some 300 ag groups and the United Farm Workers Union, but not the nation's largest farm group, the American Farm Bureau. AFBF's Director of Congressional Relations, Allison Crittenden, says the bill would have to be substantially changed to gain their support. Some of the things that we've been working on and hope to see improve in the bill center around issues involving wage litigation. Um, we've also pointed out that you know by including such a low number of caps on year-round visas coupled with mandatory E-Verify, Uh, places farmers in a position where they may not be able to secure the workforce that they need. Newhouse continues to work with AFBF and says engagement from them only makes the bill better. I'm not worried about that. I think, like I said, that's that's part of the give and take of the process. And I, I encourage people to raise their voices and let us know what's good and what's bad. And and we'll do our darndest to make it Uh, reflect positions and opinions and perspectives of as many people as we can. Newhouse anticipates the bill will go to the House floor tomorrow or Thursday. Senate Finance Committee Chairman Chuck Grassley is attempting to reassure corn country a pending supplemental rulemaking 
will be finalized by EPA according to his agreement in a September 12th meeting with President Trump. Speaking to reporters earlier today, Grassley said his confidence comes from a phone call with the National Economic Council advisor Larry Kudlow on Friday. I believe that Kudlow understands why the market reacted negatively to the proposed rule. That's because it doesn't trust the EPA will follow the Department of Energy recommendations. Director Kudlow agreed the rule needs more clarity. Many biodiesel, ethanol, corn, and soybean producers want the EPA to use actual waived gallons of biofuel instead of Department of Energy recommendations. Energy state lawmakers call the rule arbitrary and illegal, saying reallocation of waived biofuel gallons violates the Clean Air Act. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. In Washington, I'm Ben Nully.